Whoa, who watched that game last night? Baylor taking it to Gonzaga, 86-70 for the NCAA Men's Championship. Basketball style, wow, 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 wow. I thought Gonzaga was going to win. Lots of other people thought Gonzaga was going to win. Baylor, from the get-go, comes out. I believe it was 9-0, 12-0. Just put up points in a hurry. Big physical defense. Offensive rebounds everywhere. They controlled the glass. They did everything that they were supposed to do. They looked like they were having fun. It was like playground basketball for Baylor. Crazy athletic and just dominated the entire game. Gonzaga made its runs. Baylor answered them with runs of their own. 16-point victory for Baylor's first ever NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. It was awesome to watch. Jared Butler, who was named the most outstanding player of the 2021 March Madness Tournament, went crazy. Like, he had a great game in the championship. 22 points, 7 assists, 3 rebounds, 4 of 9 from 3, 6 of 14 from the field. Just was doing everything. I mentioned offensive rebounds. Mark Vidal, their big dude, just thick, meaty, big dude. 11 rebounds. Half of them were offensive rebounds. Only had 6 points. They didn't need him to score. They just needed some big, big boards, and they got that. Macy Oteague, little guard, was having fun. Dribbling around people. Also dropping some points in. Had 19. 8 of 15 from the field. 2 of 3 from 3. And Davion Mitchell also doing the same thing. The guard play for Baylor was amazing with Butler, Mitchell, and Teague. Mitchell, 15 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Swear, did everything from the guard position for Baylor. All three of them. Gonzaga, their big dudes just didn't show up. Jalen Suggs, who hit the crazy bank half-court three to beat UCLA in the final four, had 22 points, 8 of 15 from the field, 2 of 5 from three, also had three assists. He played tough. Had foul trouble early on, got two quick fouls in probably like two minutes. Had to sit out a little bit, but came back, composed himself, finished with three fouls after having two really early. 22 points, he did his thing, the freshman from Gonzaga. Drew Timmy, the big forward, kind of plays like a center. Only had 12 points, five rebounds, a couple of massive blocks, three assists. Baylor's defense just too much for Gonzaga to figure out and how to maneuver around. So Baylor just outplayed them, out-talented them, out-did everything to Gonzaga, which is really, really crazy surprising. Really, really crazy surprising. I hope you watched the game. I also hope you watched UCLA and Gonzaga in the Final Four. I just mentioned that game, but that was the game of the tournament, if you ask me. That was crazy fun to watch, and they did their thing, both squads. UCLA, as an 11 seed, was tough. Tough, 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 tough. And that's what I love about college basketball. It doesn't matter if you're a one seed anymore. It really doesn't. There's so much parity and so much crazy, amazing talent spread across the United States of America that every team has a player or two that can change a game. Every single team. But Gonzaga, Baylor proved that they were the two top teams in college basketball. Baylor, just the better of the two that night. And it was crazy to watch. Fun to watch. And they did it from the get-go. I know I already said that, but 
just their dominance is so surprising to me that they were able to handle it like that. Going into the game, I put polls up stating who would be the NCAA champion. And like I said, most people thought Gonzaga. On Edge of Your Seat Podcast Twitter and my personal Twitter, at LaChance Writer and Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast and Brandon LaChance, feel free to follow any of the four, whether it's Edge of Your Seat Podcast or my personal, Brandon LaChance. Always welcome to share sports, talk with everybody. Gonzaga had 70% of the votes, 72 votes. Gonzaga had 70%. Didn't matter. Baylor proved it on the court, not on social media polls or paper that they were going to win the championship. And they did win it. Oh man, it was so crazy to watch. Before we jump into the guest, we got Meredith Sidwell, who plays for IVCC Women's Basketball Program, the Eagles is a graduate from DMAC, Deer Creek Mackinac High School, shares all kinds of basketball stories with us, her improvements, which I have personally seen. We have gotten a couple, I don't know if we want to call them practices or kind of like, they're not scrimmages, kind of like open gyms allowing the players to play because IVCC canceled the season this year. So try to get them in the gym, play a little bit, and I totally noticed Meredith Sidwell's improvement. Her shot has gotten way better. She has extended it. She can shoot the three. Her ball handling is better. It looked like her IQ of basketball was just better. Like she's just paying more attention to the things around her. Fun to watch. Fun to talk to her. We have her on. I had all kinds of stuff that I wanted to talk about. National, high school, all kinds of sports. Running out of time before work. Got into the game last night. Game got over. I was like, man, I wanted to put this podcast out. And then I got really, really tired. Edited for about 5, 10 minutes and started to nod out. Don't want to fall asleep at my computer. So I was like, hey, wake up before work. Let's get a podcast out. So we are going to go to Meredith and have a great show with her. One more thing I want to talk about real quick. We cannot forget about women's hoops. Stanford on Sunday defeated Arizona. 54-53. Just holding on because Stanford took the first quarter 16-8 and then didn't win another quarter for the rest of the game. Arizona won the second quarter 16-15. Third quarter 16-12. In the fourth quarter 13-11. Stanford's defense just enough to stop Arizona from coming back and taking that title. The Cardinal are the winners representing the women's NCAA championship. Congrats to them. Congrats to Baylor. Both games were amazing to watch. I only saw the first half of Stanford. Wish I would have been able to watch it all. You know, family stuff over Easter weekend. By the way, hope everybody had a happy Easter. Saw the Easter bunny. Got some eggs. Ate some candy. Ate some jello cake like I did. Man, I smashed. I've been in the gym and trying to get in shape, but man, it was Easter. And jello cake looked amazing. And guess what? It did taste amazing as well. Another shout-out, women's basketball-wise, UConn. Didn't make it to the championship game, but 13 straight Final Fours. UConn coach Gino Ariema is a legend. He is a GOAT going into the Hall of Fame. As soon as he retires, he doesn't even have to announce it. He's going to step to the podium, and media guys and people in the UConn program are going to be like, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, you're in, and just hand him his Hall of Fame plaque. That's how awesome he is. Let's do some advertisements. 
from our awesome sponsors, and then we will surely get to Meredith Sidwell, and hopefully everybody has an amazing Tuesday, April 6th. We will be back later in the afternoon, because I do want to talk about all this stuff. We have a Bring It Back with Lady Gaga's Born This Way, her second album from 2011, her second studio album. She did have others in between her debut project, The Fame, and then Born This Way. She had a couple like remixes and other albums that had come out, but not really studio albums. So her second studio album, we got lots to talk about that. Tons of national stuff, Chicago Bears, Bulls, Sox, Cubs, some more college basketball stuff some entertainment, news, all kinds of stuff that gotta talk about, gotta, gotta, gotta talk about. One thing you have to talk about these days is vehicles, right? Nobody wants to walk around everywhere. Walking's good for you. Running, jogging, always healthy. But you know, not everything is in walkable distance. So we gotta shop for cars, right? And buy some awesome vehicles to cruise around in, feel comfortable, and also look great in. Mendota Ford is a community dealership dedicated to being community first. After a miserable 2020 in every sense of the term, Mendota Shimmer Ford wants to help you usher in the new 2021 with style and great deals. Stop by and see the 2021 Ford Bronco Sport and the 2021 F-150 both in stock. These are just a few of the options at Shimmer Mendota Ford as it has a huge selection of new and used vehicles on the lot and even more on the website, www.MendotaFord.com. Whether you shop online or at Shimmer Mendota Ford, located just south of Mendota on Highway 251, manager Ski Hartman and his associates, Jason Hintz and Doug Safranek, will use their expertise and understanding of the vehicle you're looking for to help you roll through 2021 just the way you want. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries at Shimmer Mendota Ford. You get the new whip, the new vehicle, and we can go to the gym. Not just a gym. How about LP CrossFit? There are a few factors working against all of us in terms of trying to get in shape or stay physically fit. Time and work schedules. Lack of a support system. Maybe motivation is low. Don't want to be judged or criticized if not supporting a gym rat body. Injuries or physical restrictions. However, there is a place where these no's or maybes become yeses. LP CrossFit. LP CrossFit, located at the Prue Mall, across from Secret Nails, offers a weekly schedule of classes for any level of fitness. It's not one time, one day a week. There are many options and classes only last one hour. Support group LP CrossFit is a diverse community focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's names and support one another during workouts. Motivation, the trainers at LP CrossFit help you reach your goals and get into the best shape of your life with workouts of numerous movements including bodyweight, gymnastic, and barbell. Everyone is guided or pushed at a productive and comfortable level. If you're an experienced athlete or getting your first taste of physical fitness, everyone is welcome and viewed as equals. You would go at your own pace. Want to go hard? It's hello, how are you? Go get at it. Want a more relaxed approach? You're welcomed the same way. Hello, how are you? Go get at it. Injuries and mobility restrictions are a giant, major, massive priority at LP CrossFit as all small group classes are coach-led and movements are infinitely scalable for all members. 
LP CrossFit opens all doors for everyone. Check out LP CrossFit on Facebook or at lpcrossfit.com. So you went, you bought the car, you drove to the gym, now it's time to relax, right? But you notice some things around the home that might need renovated or fixed or changed or improved. You don't have to do it. Why not call the dudes at Olson Construction to come help you out with that? Olson Construction works hard to help its customers with those renovations, with those changes, with those fixes. Brothers Keith Miles and Tommy Olson will use their more than 10 years of experience to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. The licensed and insured family owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Whether it be roofing, siding, windows, doors, stairs, deck designs, floors and tiling, garage additions, room additions, or full remodels. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction at 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. Well, that's advertisements. That's the short intro. Let's get to Meredith Sidwell. Couldn't play this year. Plans on coming back to play again. She is a sophomore, so she'll kind of be like a super sophomore. But for the love of the game, loving basketball, loving the IBCC environment, she wants to come back and play again. Hopefully that happens. Hopefully we can get a season in this upcoming season because we couldn't this year. Everybody was sad. Tears were probably shed. But now we must move on and do what Meredith is doing. Improve your game so when we can play, be the best that you can be and hopefully help our team win more games. Well, until next time, peace. It is Monday, January 18th, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Celebrate respectively. Awesome man, did a lot of good things for the country and our society as we know it now. Hopefully he's looking down doing the same thing. On Friday, just a few days ago, my guest and I received some not cool news. We were really excited about Illinois Valley Community College women's basketball. Another season. I was going to be more involved as an assistant coach. of a sophomore, Meredith Sidwell, excited to play another season. And then we get the text message or call saying that we're not going to have a season. IVCC deciding to shut down the gym for all indoor sports. For the time being, and obviously that includes basketball. Meredith, it was sad news, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely devastating. I know you were excited about your sophomore season and had a few practices, and then we were supposed to start practicing actually today, and then we get the news on Friday. So it kind of hit us hard and quick. Yeah, definitely. It was definitely out of the blue, random, especially because like we got tested on uh, COVID tested on Monday, um, thought we were going to be all clear, and then yeah, got the call on Friday from Coach Nauman saying that they just decided to cancel. Yeah, especially after having to go get the COVID test, did you have the thing stuck up your nose? Oh yeah, it, it's so awful. The COVID tests—they're just like, oh, it just goes so far up and it hurts and it's just awful. I always feel like they're, like, putting a chip in. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like they're putting in this giant Q-tip just to place a chip in my brain so they know what I'm doing at all times. <laughs> well, you know, our phones do that, so. That's true. Maybe they just need more monitoring. Who knows? Something like that. Yes. 
Well, you had an awesome freshman year. I enjoyed watching you play. You started, I think, 22 out of 25 games. Average, I believe, around eight points, around six or seven rebounds. Had a pretty good freshman year. What have you been doing to, you know, stay in the basketball mind state through COVID-19, this pandemic, and now not able to have a season? Yeah, so with this, like, whole COVID thing, I've just kind of been treating it like a super long off season. You know, I've been in the gym. I've been lifting and um, trying to improve my game as best as I can. Um, like, I guess from, like, always a young age, like, I was always taught that, like, the off season is your time to improve. So I've just been really focusing on that, trying to get stronger, quicker, better. Um, I've been in the gym a lot, working on, like, my ball handling and, like, my shooting range and being becoming a better, like, scorer. And I've definitely been trying to improve my mental game as well. So I've been watching a lot of women's basketball and college basketball and all of that to try to improve my mental um, game so that I can be smarter and make better decisions when I'm actually in a game. So I've been just working on all that. And you're, I would consider a power forward. How tall are you? I am 5'10". And I was actually impressed with your mid-range game. If they, defenses, gave you an opportunity to take a jump shot, you took it. And I'm going to say 80% of the time you were able to knock it down. Have you been working on that shot and perfecting it a little more? Yeah, definitely. I've been um, trying to get my shot off quicker. I've been um, actually in the gym with my friend Raheem a lot. He um, has been really, like, helping me, like, try to develop and get my shot off quicker, trying to decide whether, like, instead of taking the jump shot, maybe I should drive instead if they're going to play off, you know. I've been really trying to focus on extending my range, trying to become more of, like, a three-point shooter um, so that I can be, like, a triple threat, I guess. When a big... An inside post player is able to step out and take that shot. It is an amazing thing, and I'm glad that it is becoming more of a thing now and more people are trying to do that. So I definitely recommend doing working on your shot and being able to step out. That definitely helps the offense. Yeah, for sure. When you say Raheem, are we talking about Raheem McKee Strong from Depew? Yes. Mm-hmm. I do know him, and I watched a lot of him playing basketball at Depew. Yeah, he's one of my good friends. He He's very, like, knowledgeable when it comes to all things basketball because kind of like me, like, in, when I was in high school, I was um, coming from a small school. I was, you know, the tallest, the biggest. I was always the center or um, a forward specifically. And then when I moved up here, I was kind of like one of the smaller post players. So I kind of had to, like, change my game. And he kind of had to do the same thing. He is very, like, knowledgeable about how to do that. And so he's been helping me a lot trying to figure out how to change my game to be more of a smaller player rather than just, you know, the big center. Definitely. And when you say high school, where did you go? I went to DMAC High School or Deer Creek Mackinac High School in, like, I guess, central Illinois. It's kind of near Peoria and Bloomington. Nobody's really ever heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Really, really small school. I have heard of it. I got in trouble a few times when I was at the News Tribune. I would write DMAC instead of Deer Creek Mackinac, and I would get in trouble because nobody knew what that meant. Yeah, that happens. People, I'll say DMAC, and they're like, what? And I'm like, Deer Creek Mackinac. And then people know what I'm talking about. It almost sounds like you're talking about like a McDonald's burger, you know, like Big Mac, DMAC? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you went to the high school of burgers. Is that where you went? Something like that, yeah. (laughs) Talk about your love for basketball and when you first kind of got into it. Did you play when you were younger, before high school? Yeah, so I actually come from a pretty, like, tall family. 
my grandma played basketball, my mom played basketball, all my aunts and uncles, they all played basketball. When I was born, actually, my aunt was in high school, and I remember, like, just as, like, a toddler going to her basketball games and seeing her play, and so I kind of always loved basketball. My mom was a big influence on basketball for me because she grew up in um, Ottawa in the 90s, so she would just, you know, the 90s Bulls, her and her friend would go up and watch them play on a weeknight, come back, go to school the next day, so I grew up, like, heavily influenced watching the 90s Bulls and all of that, so I guess I've always loved basketball. We have like a rec league in Mackinac, it's called Mackinac Rec, and so I, I started playing, you know, pickup games since I was in kindergarten through Mackinac Rec and all of that. I joined the team when I was in middle school and then just have been playing ever since. Nice, now you're like a veteran. Yeah, <laughs> definitely been playing for a long time. How was your experience at DMAC, being a little school, not playing against like crazy tough competition but you know every level of competition has its strengths its weaknesses how was it playing for a little school and you know being a tall girl having that attention on you i definitely love that dmac was the school that i went to our conference hoic was great mostly small schools you know there's some really really good ones like eureka was always really struggled for us to play against and then tremont was our like rivals so those games were always fun high energy definitely a lot of fun but the small school thing like i kind of went from a team that um you know like during tryouts there wasn't exactly a tryout it was just kind of anybody that wanted to play could play so it was definitely interesting i guess to like evolve throughout high school because you know i'm being completely honest i kind of really sucked in high school like my freshman sophomore year I wasn't I didn't play a lot you know JV and then my sophomore year um since we didn't have a lot of tall girls I was brought up to varsity and that's kind of when I like figured out how to I guess play basketball I kind of got more athletic because I was one of the tall girls so I was kind of just like thrown into the higher intensity varsity games and that really really helped me like develop quicker kind of just like you know like throwing a kid into the deep end and they figure out how to swim it was kind of like that for me and so being the tall girl, it was always, I guess, a lot of pressure because there weren't very many tall girls on our high school team. So it was really interesting to just see how, I guess, I just improved every single season throughout high school and then even into college coming from a small school. So it's kind of like, hey, I'm just chilling. Basketball's cool, but I'm not really playing a lot. I don't really want to be good. And then you're given the opportunity and then you're like, hey, it's either sink or swim and I want to swim. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it was. My sophomore year, towards the end of the season, started playing varsity, and um, I even started varsity a couple of times at, towards the end of the season. I had a couple of good games, and then I was like, wow, I really love this. A summer between sophomore and junior year, I tried to really focus on getting better and improving, and then even more into from my junior to my senior year, I really wanted to be you know, the best that I could be going into my senior year. And I had some really great coaches that helped with that. Yeah, my sophomore year, we had um, Matt Toman, and he just really, like, set the foundation for everything. Like, the way that he implemented defenses and everything, like, that intensity is really what I, like, loved. And then my senior year, we had Tad Myers, who has always been one of my favorite coaches ever, and he really, really helped me. He, like, always pushed, always believed in me, and it just made me believe even more in myself and my, like, capabilities. And so just all of that was just so, so awesome. All you need is one little sliver of opportunity, and you can do whatever you want to with it. Seems like you picked it up and ran with it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then you get the opportunity to go to IVCC. Uh, Josh Norman, 
was a first-year coach for the women's program last year, and you flourished. Like I said, I saw your jump shot, you went after rebounds, and you were a player that we always wanted on the floor. So, obviously, when you picked up the ball and decided, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do and I want to do it, you put your all into it, and we definitely saw that last year. It's a funny story, actually. After my senior year, I kind of decided that I didn't want to play anymore. My senior year, we broke the school record for most wins in the season, and that was incredible. And then when we lost in our regional game, it was just so devastating that I was like, I think I'm going to be done. Like, I'm just going to go to school. I'm not going to play basketball or anything. And then I actually got the selection for the all-star team um, to play for the HOIC conference. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. You know, that'll be fun. And so I started playing. We practiced for a couple months before the game, and it was so much fun, so incredible. And I was like, I can't give this up. And so at that point, I had only had a couple of looks from a couple D3s in Illinois. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to IVCC because both my parents went there. And I was like, mine as well. You know, I got a call and they asked if I wanted to come see the, you know, the campus and everything. And then I signed and it's it's just so incredible. Like IVCC is like the girls playing with them is like playing with the all-star team every day. It's just incredible. It is kind of like that when you get to junior college. Most of the girls on the team have been in all-star games, so you're right. It is kind of like an all-star game. That's one of my favorite things. It's just like the level of competition from high school to college is just so, so much different, and it's just so much fun to like play with people that are constantly making you want to improve your game. How were you able to adapt to that? I mean, you talked about your adaption from junior high to high school and then, you know, your freshman year to your sophomore year, sophomore year to junior year. What were some things that you had to do, work on, or even, you know, tell yourself your mental game about going to IVCC? So when I first got to IVCC, it was extremely intimidating because most of the girls on the team are local and they all knew each other. So me coming in as like the one of the only outsiders from, you know, not a local school, like an LP, Ottawa, um, St. Bede, one of, like, Hall, any of those schools that everybody else went to, that they've all been playing each other for the past four years. That was definitely intimidating. I guess that was part of it, but as soon as, like, we started playing together, it was like we all clicked, and it was great. Like I said, I went from being, like, the biggest, the tallest, to being one of the smaller forwards, I guess, so I really had to, like, change my game a lot. I had to, like, focus more on, like, handling the ball, and I had to, like, adapt my shot um, in the paint so I couldn't just go straight up. I had to make more moves, I guess I would say, instead of just being able to shoot over everybody. I had to, like, figure out the footwork and, you know, like, shot faking and just trying to figure out how to make moves on girls that were bigger than me because otherwise I get my shot blocked every time. So that was a definite change. I feel like I've definitely gotten better, especially, like, with my jump shot. Like, I never really shot the ball at all in high school, like, at all. And so then, like, getting the opportunities to be out, like, you know, mid-range was definitely fun. And then I started taking the shots, and they started going in. And so I got more confident doing that. And so then, like, this season, like, I wanted to extend even further because I have not taken a three-point shot my entire career in a game. So I wanted to add that to my game, which I, I have done. I feel like I can definitely shoot the three now confidently. So I feel like... Coming to IV from a small school has definitely boosted my confidence a lot in my game, as well as like the mental aspect. I have to I have to work a lot harder than I did in high school to continuously improve because everybody else is continuously improving, and if, if you don't improve with them, you kind of get left behind. So it's definitely it's definitely a different dynamic for sure. That's crazy because when I think about you and I think about your game, the first thing that 
popped in my head was your mid-range shot, and you really didn't do that in high school at all? No, I I never really shot the ball. I think maybe, like, two or three shots my entire four years in high school, I shot the ball from the mid-range. The rest of it were free throws or in the paint shots. I never shot the ball in high school. Big props to you, because I never would have thought that watching your game at IVCC, I never would have knew that. I thought that that's what you did, like that was your game. Thank you. I really appreciate that, because that was completely new to this season, so. Wow. Well, you did a good job. You fooled me. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you. I like to be fooled when it's positive fooling. Like, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) You are right, though. Everybody on IVCC is local. Audrey Rota went to... LP, Naomi mm-hmm. Ochuba, St. Bede, Gabby. And Janessa both from Hall. Yep. Maddie Porter and Zoe are both from Ottawa. Yep. Yeah. And Emily Cook from last year, she was from Earlville, and then Presley Hatton from Putnam County. All um, local schools. Everybody's local, except for um, last year we had a girl named Madeline Udemark. She was from Kiwani, but still, you know, still kind of, I guess, local, but. She had played them, you know, in high school where I didn't play anybody. I was just, I was the only one that was not local. How far away is DMAC from Oglesby where IVCC is? It's about like an hour and 15 minutes probably, um, just straight down 39. So do you drive that every day to go to school and to go to play basketball? No, my family's from the area. My mom grew up in Ottawa and then my dad grew up in Mendota. My family's all up here, so I actually moved in with my grandma. So we just live over in Ottawa. Ah, so Ottawa's not that far, so now you're local. Yeah, now I'm local. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm actually in Mendota, so props to your dad. What's your dad's name? Nathan Sidwell. So all of our family cousins, all of them are from Mendota area. Gotcha, gotcha. But you're right, though. It seemed, at least last year, everybody kind of gelled together there wasn't a lot of problems where you know between players where there was arguments or disputes or whatever it was just kind of like hey we're gonna play our game and do what we do and it kind of worked out all year last year we really like all were pretty close as a team i'd say we all like got along perfectly fine and then like our games kind of like i guess matched we all kind of like played well together i'd say um we struggled a little bit with like guards just because nobody was like a firm point guard i'd say like emily um was our like main point guard and she wasn't really a point guard so sometimes like she definitely had to like adjust her game i guess i'd say so we struggled a little bit you know like we didn't win so many games but we all like had fun and we all played well together i'd say so that was definitely fun that was the biggest knock on our squad was we didn't have a true point guard somebody to handle the ball at all times that was the biggest knock yeah, sometimes it hurt us, but, you know, we all learned. We all got better throughout the season because of that. So we had a lot of people have to step up and, like, work on their ball handling, and I definitely think it's made everybody better because of that. We're going to be really strong when whenever we get to play, I guess, next year. And you say that because this season is canceled, but you have the opportunity to come back. You being a sophomore, yeah. you don't have to but you have the opportunity. Are you going to come back for a, I guess, third season? I think that I'm going to, just because I want to see where basketball can take me, because 
you know, the season getting canceled is so devastating because I worked so hard through um, the off season to improve. I've gotten a lot stronger um, physically, and like I said, I've um, improved my range so I can shoot. Worked on my dribbling a lot so that I can make moves, and I think I'm a lot quicker so that I can like um, you know make moves on people and play more of an outside game rather than inside game because I am one of the smaller forwards. So that was definitely devastating because this season was like supposed to be the season to like I guess show off like what how, how I've improved I guess that's why I'm really like I think that I do want to come back because I I really like Ivy I really like the area um, playing with the girls is a lot of fun and I just want to see like what I can do with it I want to keep playing as long as I can I guess and I want to see what like level I can get at and I can't really do that this year because we're not having a season so I definitely think I'm going to come back and you know do all of that next year and see how much I've even improved because of this delay this off season and with the extra year of eligibility it's it's perfect yeah who doesn't want to play basketball at IVCC might as well get another year yeah for sure well I'm happy that you're coming back because I really like your game and it's going to be fun to to watch a, another season that's for sure Going to IVCC obviously just isn't all about basketball. What are you going to school for? I currently am taking just like general education classes to get my associate's degree. When I do transfer to a four-year, I want to study English and become an, like an English teacher, um, kind of just like my mom did. Um, and so that way, like, I can teach and coach basketball because basketball is kind of my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to stick with it? Yeah, definitely, for sure. So even if you're not playing, you want to coach and stick around the game? My parents have kind of both coached throughout my entire life, and so seeing how much they love coaching, I feel like I'd really like to coach too. But I also, I like to teach, so it's like you can do both. You can teach, but then coaching is also kind of teaching, so I'm excited to, you know, see where that goes. Definitely. Would you want to be a high school teacher? Yeah, I think I definitely want to start out at a high school, maybe um, even get my master's degree and maybe um, teach at like a community college or a four-year, um, become a professor maybe. I don't know. Got a lot of time before you have to get into these crazy details. Yeah, definitely. Being from where you're from, I know you said you have family that is coached and taught and things like that before we hit the record button we were talking about the tournament of champions in washington i went there a couple years ago covered depew when they were in the tournament and it is an amazing tournament with tons of basketball awesomeness there yeah it's um the tournament of champions in washington is probably one of my favorite things in the entire world that's what like i really look forward to every single year um, my dad being a teacher at washington We've kind of been doing it my entire life. Um, those four days, like, I always like to say my family doesn't do Thanksgiving. We do the Tournament of Champions. So it is four days of um, tournaments. They have, technically, it's two different tournaments. There's the Washington Invitational and then the National Classic. And they actually have teams come in from all over the country, you know, incredible teams with, um, you know, top 100 players in the nation um, that come and play in Washington, Illinois. And it's just amazing, like, the talent you get to see um, from the schools. One of my favorite things about it is that you get to see all of these players through their high school, and then you get to, like, follow them into their college careers. So, like, some of my favorite players that I've ever watched, like Zion Williamson, I got to see him my sophomore year, and then follow his career to Duke, and then um, now 
to New Orleans. But and then like last year, I got to see JD Davidson, who recently committed to Alabama, I think. So that'll be super exciting, as well as like EJ Liddell. He played for Belleville West, and now he's at Ohio State. It's just so fun to watch. Like it's just like one of the best things ever. I watched Liddell a couple of days ago drop 26 on Illinois. That was not fun. Yeah. Oh, another player was Adam Miller. He played in Peoria, actually, and then moved up to Chicago Morgan Park, and he came down, and it was like two weeks after he announced that he was committed to Illinois. He came down, and they played a game at the Tournament of Champions, so that was definitely super fun. It was incredible. It was all the Peoria fans. All the Illinois fans came down to watch him play. It was just awesome. The timing of everything, he committed, and then two weeks later played in, at Washington, I mean. He's good. He's good. I'm excited to see where his career goes. He dropped 14 on Ohio State, hit three threes. Unfortunately, Illinois yeah. lost 87-81, but it was a good game, and some of these kids that you're talking about or players that you're talking about are doing their thing at the next level. Yeah, definitely. It's it's just so amazing. Like The, the whole tournament is just incredible. For sure. Basketball is awesome, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we definitely share a passion there. I have been a huge basketball guy my entire life. Played in high school, went to SIU in Carbondale, where we made the Sweet 16 my junior year. Basketball's my life. Always has been. Mine too. Unfortunately, basketball is not everything. Let's play a game. We're going to play rank them. I'm going to give you four things, and you decide which one you like the best. So that'll be your number one, and then number four will be your least. You ready for this? Yep. And I introed it like that because we're not going to do sports. We're not going to do basketball. It's January. Looking out the window, there's snow, there's ice, it's cold. Let's do seasons. So we got winter, summer, spring, and fall. Go ahead and rank them, Meredith. All right. Well, I'm definitely going to have to put summer at the top of the list because there's no school. My birthday's in the summer, so the summer is just awesome because it's warm. And then... Probably fall, and then spring, and then winter, I think. Okay, so winter is the bottom. Yes, it's very cold. Yes, it will always be at the bottom of my list, too. <laughs> Especially Illinois winters are just so so random and so, uh, what's the word, Un, um, unpredictable. Unpredictable is probably the best word that you could use. It is crazy. One day it's 60, one day it's snowing, one day it's raining, then it's negative 20, and then the next week it's 50, and you never know what you're going to get. You, you don't. You never do. I did notice something when I say Illinois. I say Illinois like it's an E, like an E-L, and you actually said Illinois, which is probably the right way to say it, but I guess I was trained improperly as a kid to say my own state, and I've been running with it ever since. I say a lot of words weird. I don't know. Um, people like to say that I say tomorrow weird, but I don't think that I do. I think everybody has a, like a few things that they say that are different than everybody else. For sure. But it's all right. It's Edge of Your Seat Podcast. We can say whatever we want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, Meredith, for joining Edge of Your Seat Podcast, talking some basketball, some IVCC, sad tear down the face because we do not have a season. But I am glad that you're thinking about coming back for another season to play with the Eagles IVCC. Thank you for joining the podcast and sharing with us. Yeah, no problem. It's been fun.